Hello, gentle listeners, and not-so-gentle listeners alike. Welcome back to another fine installment of the Joypad Podcast, which I have said for the first time in my life without getting my tongue twisted whatsoever. <laughs> With me tonight are my two fabulous co-hosts, Megan and Mike Pinto. We have a fantastic topic for you, which I will get to in a little bit, but I'm going to start off first by passing it to Mr. Mike Pinto. Sir, what are you uh, enjoying as your beverage this fine evening, and what have you been playing and enjoying in your gaming time? Tonight, I simply have some of Northeast Pennsylvania's finest water. I discussed an alcoholic beverage earlier with you, Tom, and just decided that I, I don't feel like it. Also, I, with my breakfast for dinner, drank about half a bottle of apple juice, so I'm sure in a little while, I'm just going to have some, like, top-level loose stool, so... Oh, God. We better wrap this up quick. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, you're gonna be heading to the urination station, my friend. We gotta... Yeah, <laughs> apple juice. Man, if you've got some digestive issues, apple juice will clear that right up. In terms of gaming, to get away from my digestive system... Thank you. You're welcome. I haven't been playing too much recently. I've been playing Among Us with various groups of friends, both of you included and others. Um, that's really about it. I just, I don't know, I haven't been feeling the games much, which actually might coincide with our topic a little bit this week, but we'll get to that in a little while. So that's about it for me. Megan, how are you doing? What are you playing? What are you drinking? Uh, if you have anything to relate about your digestive system, feel free, because I've uh, already gone into that territory. I think I'll <laughs> refrain on that, uh, that end. No, um, pun intended. Uh, but I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm getting over being sick. Uh, so for my beverage of choice this evening, uh, I have some hot leafy water. Um, I have some hot tea tonight instead of some iced tea. Um, I haven't been playing too much, just kind of taking it easy. I was trying to think like what I've been doing. I've played some Among Us with Tom and Pinto and other people as well because I have other friends, guys. Um, and I also but are they as cool as us? <laughs> no, not by not by uh, any stretch of the imagination. Um, Do any of them listen to this podcast? Because you know who you are. <laughs> uh, I also picked up visage which like has been a long time coming i think when i mentioned it mentioned it to pinto he's like that's not out yet already so the full game finally came out on october 30th so a couple weeks ago uh it's fun it's like a slow creepy horror exp uh, exploration game i guess you would say part puzzle part just don't don't die. Don't get scared. Don't get caught in the dark for too long alone because that will mess with your sanity and spooky, spooky things will happen. Um, haven't played too much of it, but I like what I've played. Uh, that's about it for me. Uh, Tom, how are you? What have you been playing? What are you drinking? And what are we going to talk about tonight? Thank you. Well, I if I sound a little bit congested, it's because I just had uh, some surgery on my nasals um, to correct some issues that I've been having that listeners may have picked up over the past several months. So hopefully this is where the last times I'll sound <laughs> a little bit congested. I uh, am currently drinking just some uh, of Northern Texas's crappiest water sent through a filter. Um <laughs> 
And uh, I, I actually wanted to bring up the fact uh, that there's actually a beer that I was introduced to by a friend of mine, uh, Will from Georgia, uh, which I didn't know existed, but apparently sour pickle beer is a thing here in uh, the Fort Worth area. <laughs> so uh, if you're in northern uh, central Texas, go ahead and try some uh, sour pickle beer. I ordered some, but I can't have any yet. So I will give a report as soon as, soon as I am able to. <laughs> um, I have been playing a number of different games here and there. Uh, I, my attention has been a little bit lackluster since i've been recovering from surgery but uh, i actually tried spelunky for the first time Ooh. since purchasing it months ago that game's hard right <laughs> uh yeah that's no yes, joke it it's also really easy to offend the shopkeeper <laughs> <laughs> yes um but i i'm uh i wouldn't say i'm particularly good at it i've made it as far as like jungle one like the first level of the jungle and then i died um, so a lot of respawning, uh, but a good game. I, I do like the game design. It's just, uh, it's tough. And I think, uh, it has that air of frustration after a little bit. Yeah. We've been playing a little bit of war selection still here or there. I've taken a little bit of a break from that though. I haven't played that in a while. Um, and of course some among us, which I've found to be very, very fun. <laughs> um, I'm, I haven't been able to play for about the last week, but I'm looking forward to getting back into that. And uh, my most recent uh, game that I've started playing again is Pokemon Sword. Oh. <laughs> so I actually uh, bought that game around launch time. Got pretty far in it. I have all the gym badges. I think I need to play like the, you know, whatever the Elite Four of that game is. Um, but I've heard there's still a lot of content still in that part. Um, I fired it up just to like run around, catch Pokemon, do something simple while I was not feeling well. And uh, is nice. It's a nice, Pokemon is a nice, easy play. Yeah. It's a comforting little ball of familiarity that does no harm. <laughs> so there's actually some DLC for that too that's come out between now and then, which introduces two new areas. So I said, well, oh, nice. you know what? These games are always over for me when I beat the final people. So I'm just going to go do the DLC and then I'll come back to everything else later. So that's kind of fun. I got a Squirtle from where I'm at so far. Uh, and I love the original Pokemon starters. Yeah. So I totally love that. Uh, and I mystery traded and someone gave me a Charmander, which is my favorite Pokemon of all time. That's even better. So now I, oh my gosh, so good. I love, do you use, nice. what is it, the, the the app that you can get on, like, your phone to trade and catalog your Pokemon, but then you can connect it to, like, your actual game? Um, is, is that the Pokemon Home app? Yeah, Pokemon is Home. That have called? you used that at all? I have not. Um, do you have experience with that? Uh, very little. Like, when I first started playing uh, Pokemon Sword, um, it came out not too long after. It's cool for, like, trading because you can do, like, the mystery random trades. Um, but it's also a way for you to kind of like port your Pokemon from other versions to like your new later version. Um, that, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Cause I have a bunch from like, I played sun, I think was the last one I played. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I have the let's go Eevee game, but I haven't played it at all. Yeah. 
But I remember them talking about that functionality specifically with the Let's Go Eevee and the... Uh, Let's Go Pikachu. Sword and, yeah. and shield. Yeah. I like. I didn't know that there's DLC for um, Sword and Shield. I didn't. I didn't finish it yet. Um, but like Pokemon games, I'm not all like. I don't really care if I catch them all. It's once I finish all of the gyms, I'm done. Yeah, I almost prolong the game by trying to catch more Pokemon. Yeah, you know, and, and doing the mystery trades. Like I have fun just kind of running around trying to trade with random things for mm-hmm. random people until I find something good, or um, you know, trying to level up. Getting a lower level Pokemon that fits a different slot that I already have filled, but I like the new one better, so getting them up to speed, stuff like that. Yeah. It's trying to squeeze every last drop of juice (laughs) out of that game every time. Really, uh, the topic I wanted to get to today is one that sort of ties into what we're talking about right now. Not completely, but just the idea of games that we have that we've either looked forward to or we've been like really interested in, but we haven't gotten around to playing yet. So essentially it's sort of backlog. Um, well, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would put Pokemon in my backlog <laughs> because it's a game that I did play close to release time, but I just shelved it so long that it feels like it fell back in there, which is why I say it kind of ties in. Yeah. You know, one game I, I know for sure that's sitting in my backlog is God of War. Which oh, okay. everyone, everyone has said is just like the best game ever. It's uh, great. And it's just I ha- I have it. I own it. Boy, it, <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> um, but it's just sitting in a in, in my bookshelf upstairs. Um, and I'm almost sometimes I'm almost intimidated by my backlog, <laughs> and I'm worried that like some of these games won't hold up to how people say they are. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if it's that I'm disappointed or uh, worried to disappoint them uh, because other people love these games so much. Mm-hmm. But it's also that I just really kind of like having some of these games on standby so that I never run out of a good game to play. Right. I can always just pick one up um, whenever I'm actually motivated to do it. I mean, that was almost the kind of thing with The Last of Us for me also. I think I was a little bit intimidated by the fact that you guys were saying, like, Tom's not going to like this game, (laughs) which I did. I I like the game, even though there were parts that, I, you know, I would have rather gone different ways, which is okay. But it was also I didn't want to lose that game as, like, my active game. Right. What are some of the games that you guys have in your backlog now? And maybe we can talk a little bit about, like, why we haven't gotten to those games yet. Or what you're looking forward to out of the sort of games uh, that you have. I'm like going through my list of best buy purchases and looking at games that I picked up and like maybe played but... <laughs> for 20 minutes or like an hour. And then I'm like, let's hold on to this for a little bit. How about a game that came that you were waiting for like Listen, what, 12 years to come out or like 15, 15? I think over okay. 15 years. Yeah. And you, you're just three. like, eh, whatever. No, you're oh, you're completely man. right. Like I am I am the prime example of this topic. Like I I get excited about games, I look forward to games, or I'm like, this seems interesting, let's buy it because I'm really just a child with adult money and I can get things when I want them now. But yeah, Shinmu is a great example. I played the first game, the second game, and then it went on a really, 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 really long hiatus and I never thought I would see the third game. Um I think part of it 
with Shenmue 3, at least, is from things I've read, I didn't read into too much because spoilers, but it doesn't wrap up the story, and I'm kind of apprehensive because, you know, I was I was hoping that we would figure out what's going on and what's the deal with Landy and Rio's father. Um, for those that you're already on a cliffhanger, you just want to get onto a later cliffhanger. (laughs) And like, I think originally it was set to be six separate games. And I, I, I mean, when it came out originally, it was, that's like 15, 20 years ago. Um, discs couldn't hold as much space. Technology wasn't there to pack a lot into it. Um, so I could understand why it was set to be so long, but now it's like, you know, it's 2020. I want to finish this game before I'm like in my 60s or 70s. That would be cool. But I think that's part of why I, I shelved it for so long. I, I started it and then I got away from it. Um, and also I don't want it to end because I'm afraid we'll never get another game, especially if they don't wrap up the story. So I'm not super familiar with Shenmue. What sort of game is that and who makes that? My favorite thing from Shenmue is, do you know where I can find some sailors? Um, so it's, it originally... At the docks? <laughs> uh, the game, uh, it, it's, it takes place like 1980s. You play a character named uh, Ryo Hazuki and your father is killed by this mysterious green cloaked man uh, named Landy you later find out and he was looking for a mirror that your father had and he kills your father and you go on the mission of like solving the mystery like who is this man why did he kill my dad why does he want this mirror so it's you who running is your around... daddy and what does he do <laughs> yeah so it's you running around 1980s uh Japan um figuring things out it's super slow paced uh the fight like the battle system is terrible it's awful i hate it so much um but it has uh quick time events which i love and you can do a lot of it it's like kind of open world but open world on tracks um like you can do whatever you want whenever you want like you can go to an arcade you can uh, spend all of your money on capsule machines. At one point in the game, you get to race forklifts. Um, <laughs> but like the first That's game is you in Japan figuring out what's going on, who this guy is, where he's from. And then the second game, it's just continuing that journey, but you're in a different um, area, somewhere in China, I think, but I don't remember where. Um, so I, I have to ask, you said the combat system is really bad. What's uh, the combat system like, and do you think that also impacts your lack of desire to, to play? <laughs> well, uh, the 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 combat system, or, I think, has improved from the original game to now. Now it's like a not-so-great um, fighting game. Uh, um, but in the past, <laughs> it was like just... A winning endorsement. <laughs> just hit all of the buttons. Um, like, you could learn moves and, and things to that effect, but it, it wasn't smooth. It wasn't nice. It was very clunky. But the charm is... I think it's the setting. I think it's all of the things that you can do. Like, you know, you don't have to follow the story right away if you don't want to. You can take your time with it. I, li- I like games like that. Yeah. They also contribute to my backlog. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it was developed, to answer your question, it was developed by um, Sega and uh, YS, I think the studio is. Oh. So. That explains a lot about why it's clunky. <laughs> but it is. Sega. It is fun. Like, it, it really is one of my favorite games. It holds a special place in my heart. Um, the first game, I think, is like four discs. Wow. Yeah. PS1? Uh, no, the first one was on the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, well, Sega game, of course. Yeah, and the uh, the second game came out on the Xbox in uh, in North America. Oh, Sega, that's Sega being petty right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I hope you get around to that one. I will. I will at one point. What about, about you, Mister Pinto? Pinto? Ooh, double pressure. The most recent <laughs> example I can think of, um, if you have gone back and listened to the entirety of our podcast from episode one if you've been with us for that long thank you or if you're just jumping in back when we started this podcast back around march of this the year of our lord 2020 whoo uh (laughs) i was in the midst of attempting to work through the kingdom heart series Ooh. oh yeah so at that time i did kingdom hearts one played that beat it I got through Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, played that, beat it, did not really enjoy it, to be honest. And then I moved on to whatever is next in the just oh-so-easy-to-follow Kingdom Hearts timeline, which, hang on, I have to pull out the game so I can actually know what's supposed to be next. Because it does not go Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2. I'll tell you that much. Uh, (laughs) I stopped playing at Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. I don't know if that's how that's pronounced. I'm pretty sure it's not. But the reason I stopped playing that is because it's not a game. It's just cinematics. That's all it that's is. That's frustrating. But the lore of Kingdom Hearts is so convoluted and confusing that if I am not to complete that, I won't know what's going on in some later games. Yeah. But I just I got frustrated with that. <clears throat> Just watching cinematics because, hey, I want to play a video game, and I have not gone back to it. And then, along with that, with a lot of reports I've heard with Kingdom Hearts 3 not even being that great after, what, 12 years of development, and then, yeah, like, it's not even apparently the last game in the series. Oh, God, why? Like, mm-hmm. the numbered series, I should say, because there's a new game coming out, as our friend Dave talked about that yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. But it's probably going to Kingdom Hearts have, Goofy Groove. But it's probably going to have like lore implications because that's what that's what Square does with Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Like all the little offshoot games that are silly still have They have an impact. Yeah. They still affect the mainline games. So Christy bought 3 and she's like I almost need to go back to play one and two and then all of the other little sub games like they were referencing things that came from i think an app based game that you could download Uh oh no yeah she's like to understand the story and follow along with it like you need to play everything so yeah that's my most recent example of just like this is it's intimidating almost yeah it's kind of why I haven't seen any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because it's just, it's so deep in now that if I were to start back at the beginning, I have so much to go nah, through. Nah, you could do it. And it's the same, 
It's the same with Assassin's Creed. I'm still on Assassin's yeah. Creed 2. Oh. Valhalla just came out, which is yep. like Assassin's Creed probably eight. like 8 or 9, <laughs> right? Oh, it's beyond that. Yeah. They've got to, they've got to be close to 15. There's or so 20. much in that. Yeah, it just yeah. It, it, it becomes intimidating to a point, which yeah. is part of why I haven't played some of these series that I think right. I would be interested in. It's daunting sometimes, like, looking at it and trying to immerse yourself in that world again. Not to mention, like, the cost of it. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure, oh, sure a lot of the games are cheaper now. Like, mm-hmm. I could find Assassin's Creed 3 for, like, $10, probably. But even so, the time sink, the money sink. Yeah. It, it's it's funny you say that, because actually when I first kind of brought myself back into the world of modern gaming after I was not able to afford a Xbox 360 kind of era console for a while... Assassin's Creed was one of the first games I bought, and I bought it very cheaply because it was, I think, 2011, mm. so it was already very old. Um, it, it was, it was damn near impossible to play. Yes. Assassin's Creed Guys. One is not a good game. No, it's not. No, it's it's aesthetically very pleasing. Yes, uh, and I think that's entirely what that series uh, managed to sell itself on, and then it got better over time. That and parkour. But yes. poorly yeah. executed well, parkour. Parkour. I think parkour is aesthetic. <laughs> I will always say that, like, the first Assassin's Creed game, when uh, trailers were coming out for it, I was like, oh my god. This <laughs> yeah. looks amazing. This is, what, this is what gaming can be. And then you play it, and you're like, uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, the main problem is you get locked into all these weird, wordy cinematics that don't make any mm-hmm. sense. And yes. you just want to walk away and go... You know, put your hands together, pretend to be a priest, and then stab a guy in the back. And, and there's like the real world, and then the simulation oh, that you're in. And we're all just really in a simulation anyway. Um, but it's true. <laughs> it's it's such a weird game, but it is. But that was that was like an a, like an OG backlog game for me, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And and just to your other point, Pinto, Kingdom Hearts three, up there on the shelf right next to God of War, <laughs> um, with. With the additional caveat that I never beat Kingdom Hearts 2, I think I got about halfway through it, uh, and Kingdom Hearts 1, I never beat the final boss of, but I beat everything else. Oh, see, my plan is just, like, if I ever actually get through all this crap, to just borrow Christie's copy. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, fair. I might be able to send you mine at this rate. <laughs> I'll give back Prey eventually, by the way, when we can see each other. Oh, man. I, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, oh, I really want to play Prey, and then... I went and I looked at him like, oh, Pinto still has Prey. I've had it for like two years. That's all right. Can you do borrow backsies through PSN or something like that? No. No. I could just like drive by and throw it on your porch, I guess. You could. I mean, I do have a mailbox. You can gently post it in there as well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's cool. That's still a thing. Another game that sits on my shelf that I I played a little bit of is Red Dead Redemption 2. It's not that I didn't like it. But it's such a big game, and I just didn't have the time to focus on it. I, I All right, so that leaves me from one point to another, Megan. Did you play Witcher 3? Oh, God, yeah. Same thing, though. Huge world. You feel the same thing, yeah. So daunting, <laughs> yeah. It's just like... And it didn't, like... Red Dead, it didn't grab me like something like GTA did, where, like, GTA 5, I love it. I've played that game multiple times. 
Um, but Red Dead, I don't know if it's just the story, how slow it unfolds. Um, I don't know. How f- how far into Red Dead did you make I it? I really didn't make it super far. Like, I, I can't okay. tell you how far. I, I don't remember where I left off, but I know it wasn't. I probably wasn't even a quarter of the way through it. It, it starts off super slow. Okay. I could tell you, like, games like that, you and I are probably of the same mind. My wife was my encouragement to keep <laughs> playing that game because I would have put it down. Yeah. I had no interest in it. But it gets so good. Okay. And the story and the characters are really good. Yeah. I mean, it's ro- it's Rockstar. They're right. just really good at what they do. They are. They, they really um, are. So that's that's one I would encourage you to to dust off when you have time yeah. and you can just allocate time to it. Um, and it's maybe you feel the same way. I have never been that into westerns. Yeah, I, I I do need to give it another shot. And like at the time, I think it came out like right around when I had my surgery too. So I just didn't have the focus to really, you know, devote myself to it. Um, so I, I will get back into it, especially with that <clears throat> that recommendation. I just, I think, I don't know if this is a problem I had, so basically I'm asking for validation from you two. <laughs> Go for it. I, like, have to psych myself up to start a new game. Because yes. there are so many games that I, I, I do want to play. Like, I want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. Megan bought that for me over a year ago. Mm-hmm. I want to play it. Fallout 3, Tom, you mentioned Fallout New Vegas, but it's just, the games are, are so big Yeah. that I'm just like, I really want to sit down and sink my teeth into it, but then right. it's like, oh, you know, tonight I have to do this, 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 and I can't go to bed too late because I got to work tomorrow, Yeah. and I can't just sit down and have those, like, five hours, and, like, five hours when I was younger was, like, nothing when it came oh, to yeah. gaming, and be up until now I'm just like... I could play for, like, an hour, and I'm like, oh, God, I should really be doing something else. Like, I should really go be a responsible human. And that's... Doesn't that's, that suck? That's yeah. a big, but, yeah, it does. And that's a big part of why I don't get as into games anymore as I used to, because I'm like, I want to do this, but I feel that adult guilt of I should be doing something more responsible than spending half of my day playing this video game. Well, and, and weirdly, that's what makes it easier to play something that you can sit down, play a little of, Bite or even, even a lot of. Yeah, yeah you get that's a why we like, play, like, Rocket selection. League or Among <laughs> yeah. Us, yeah. to a lesser extent, War Selection. Yeah, You get kind of the same satisfaction of, like, playing a game, but it's not... It's you not don't have as to commit big of a, a time ton of time to it. <laughs> but without the addiction, you can quit whenever you want. <laughs> I can stop whenever I want to. I don't want to, though. I'm just Um, baby dosing I was gonna say it's funny too like um one game I actually sat down and and tried to have the experience of okay I could just take a little chunk out of this Mm -hmm. was Final Fantasy 14 I tried to do that while I was doing like the surgery recovery I was like okay I know I can just mill about in this online world for a little bit and then as soon as I log in 50 things have changed I have no idea what's going on where my guy is and what he's doing I'm like oh no, it's too much. I don't. I don't want to think about that. Well, that's even. I tried to jump back into Fallout seventy six. I bought the expansion or the DLC for it, uh, Wastelanders, and they've changed like the whole beginning arc of the game. Like your starting missions and everything. Like the map is different, the locations are different, um, and I just didn't have the patience for it at that point in time. 
um, to really dive into it. Guys, are we old? Ugh. Are we old? Oh, we, right. we totally Talk. are. Well, <laughs> like, I, Tom, I don't know if you experienced this. I know Megan and I do because we've both talked about it together where we do that thing where we play a game for a while and we're like, oh, you know, I'll come back to this. And you do come back to it, but it's like I can't a month or two or three months off. later and you're like, I don't know what's going on. I have to start this game over. Yeah. Yeah, you become the Gandalf meme of I have no memory of what yeah. happened here. It took yeah. me, Megan, how many tries did it take me to beat Final Fantasy fifteen? Was it three or four? Yeah, three three or four. It took me, I think, two or three times to get through it again. And like just just recently I'm like, Oh, you know, I kinda wanna play that again with all the DLCs this time. Yeah. Like even Death Stranding, I, I think I was probably three quarters of the way through it, something else came out and I got distracted as I do. Um, and I didn't finish it. And I, I I did like the game, regardless of the opinions of others on this podcast. Me! Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm okay with delivering packages and fixing the internet. That's my jam. But, like, to go back to where I left off, I can't do that. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. And then part of me is like, I don't really want to go through everything that I've already gone through. Because it's such a... it That is a slow build to get better equipment to make traveling easier that's that's really hard when you have games like that where you start kind of like it's it's almost like Mega Man syndrome right like because Mega Man you start off with just the one gun and if you try to go after the wrong boss you're gonna have a bad time yeah. um but once you get through like every boss but the last one you feel kind of invincible and you can do whatever but if you have to go back to square one you're you're kind of not okay with that <laughs> yeah like there are certain games where i'm like i would really like to go back and either play it again or actually finish it this time and i just think about all of the really difficult parts and i i don't want to do it <laughs> i don't want to so i i will say that's one benefit that like certain games like um i i think red dead redemption has a little bit of the Mega Man syndrome yeah. with that because you get better guns over time. You can hold more more guns, do more damage, take more hits, all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Fallout scales very nicely. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of like um, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is the same thing. Yeah. You know, you can you can jump you pick back up in. you pick up whatever and you f go fight stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of know what's going on. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Fallout Fallout seventy six is different because that's a you know an MMO kind right. of thing. But like New Vegas three are very good at that kind of thing. Yeah. So I I would urge that if that's on the backlog, cough pinto. <laughs> um uh you can you can kind of pick up and put down Fallout a little bit more easily mm -hmm. because there is a main quest, but there's eight thousand side quests and you can always put off the important things for, for another eight thousand days. Oh yeah. It's like Skyrim. It's you know, yeah. like you start that over again and yeah, I'm really focused on the main story, but it's like, this person needs my help. Oh, I can be a werewolf. I'm down with that. Like it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's so true. Um, you know what? I'm thinking about it. Like fallout, you do get better perks over time. Like yeah. you can hold more, you can hurt more. I mean, you become kind of a guy. It's like Skyrim's the same way. You become kind of a God over time. Yeah. Now I want, now I want to go play Skyrim. Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so th I think that's another issue that like keeps me from embracing like the backlog too is, is there's like all these familiar games. Yeah. 
You have your own greatest uh, hits. For sure. It's like, I want to just play that again. Oh, let me go play Stardew Valley again, right? Like, Uh (laughs) I can say with 100% certainty, if they release Skyrim on the PlayStation 5, I will buy it because that is who I am. Well, guess what? You're going to be buying. (laughs) Guess what? They have announced $70 this time. (laughs) Oh, that hurts. Oof. Um, I've I've thought about buying it for the Switch, but this was back when I used to travel more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think that's a good investment because of mobility. Mm -hmm. I would buy every game for the Switch if I could. Oh, yeah. If I could lay in bed and play games or, you know, I'm in the car for a while. It's it's the best invention ever because I could do whatever the heck I want with it. But then it also Um, turns into that thing where, like, you're an adult and you're traveling with other people now and it's not like where you're a kid and you would put like earbuds in and not care about the rest of the world like now you should interact with other people yeah megan if we were on a road trip and you were just like i'm gonna play skyrim i'd feel kind of (laughs) insulted i won't lie i don't blame you listen that's that's a different thing that's when you're traveling with like friends True. Um, I, I frequently have had to do work travel where I go into an airport, I sit on a plane for three and a half yeah. hours, and I sit next to some lady that wants to tell me all about her dog. I like dogs. I don't three and a half hours care about some lady's dog, okay? <laughs> I would much rather be sitting there playing Super Smash Brothers and have some headphones on, and she will not bother me. Maybe share a Joy-Con <laughs> and, like, you know, you can fight one another. Uh, nope. I once had, did that with a Game Boy, and some lady I sat with on a flight to Vegas took it and decided to make herself a me in it, and then talked my ear off about how she was a hairstylist and all this other stuff oh, that I God. didn't want to care about. No. So, <laughs> nope. It's my game. I'm sitting on the window seat. I'm turning away from you as much as possible. <laughs> Uh, unless my wife's with me, at which point she's also going to go to sleep and she's just my buffer. <laughs> anyway, this has been a massive digression. <laughs> Skyrim, Skyrim, Skyrim. <laughs> Mobile games for the win on the Switch. <laughs> I, I Just like t- a couple other like backlog games I have. Like I've talked of my love of Front Mission before. Oh, yeah. And I think I've mentioned before even on the podcast that there's like a Front Mission Four, I think it is on the PS2 that I've just never beaten. It's another one that's just really, it's a long game. And I think the other thing is I love tactical games like Final Fantasy Tactics, XCOM, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they take so long to play. <laughs> yeah. You got to think about every move. And if you don't think about every move, you hate yourself because <laughs> everyone dies. Oh, there's, I mean, there's so much resetting, you know, I, I, I I'm the, kind of person that i can't live with myself if people die especially in like do you ever play fire emblem either of you no uh-uh. i mean it's basically like final fantasy tactics right yeah. but yeah. everyone is usually locked into like one of eight classes or something like that and each class has its own distinct upgraded class and you get to pick between one of the two and some of them you can change classes and all this that but every character you get has personality and a part in the story oh no and on the classic Fire Emblems, if they die in battle, they die forever. And you don't want that. No. Not when you hear about, like, the protector of the realm or the queen of whatever, like, the little dragon girl. It's like, oh, she died? I feel so bad. Oh, no. Yeah, and then they'll be missing from, like, the finale and oh, all this no. stuff. It's, okay. like, it's like, no, I can't. <laughs> Tom, I, we both love Final Fantasy Tactics very much. 
do you remember how you had a very like limited party capacity so you could only have like 20 ish characters in your entire contingent so if you had to kick them out they would give you like oh i thought i found some place i could belong oh you're like oh no no now i feel so bad and i don't want to kick you out it's just like that that's awful roderick why (laughs) you try to kick out a chocobo and it's like i thought this was my home and you're like oh no they had that sad chocobo picture too in the message oh it was so bad metal gear solid 5 you could find like companions throughout the game and your first companion is that that puppy and i read somewhere that your companions if they died that was it and that dog was never leaving the airship ever (laughs) (laughs) protected (laughs) you are safe i don't think i don't think i ever brought the dog out i I brought quiet with me everywhere as soon as i got quiet because snipers uh, <laughs> you know, I think I went solo most of the time. Yeah, because all, all I did was flip people on their back and then put a parachute. On I don't them. want that on my soul. Yeah, as they get like rocketed through the air. <laughs> That's all my game was, and I loved it. <laughs> just put a parachute on them, and they just go flying. Metal Gear kidnap random people <laughs> and learn their language. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just you know, speaking of the. Uh, the Fire Emblem series, I have yet to beat one of the Fire Emblem 3DS games. I think I did beat the first one, but the second one, which I think is Conquest slash Fate. I have all three of the versions of it as three versions. Uh, they're great. It's a great game. Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I get obsessed with leveling up characters, just like I do in Final Fantasy Tactics. So I've never beat that. And then uh, because I've never beaten that, this is kind of the the Kingdom Hearts thing you were talking about, Pinto. I have not played the one on Switch, which has since come out, which I've heard really good things about. Um, but I'm like, I should I should beat that one on 3DS first. <laughs> and it's not even a contingent storyline, but I just feel like I should beat the other it. one first. Oh, that's where I'm... I We talked about this last time. I won't play Spelunky 2 until I beat Spelunky 1, yeah. which means I'm never going to play Spelunky 2. <laughs> I, if it's if that's any consolation if i follow that logic i won't either i think very few people will this conversation is making me realize that i have i've shelved more games than i've actually like completed and that's really sad and i need to change that at least you're not an avid steam user that makes it way worse True. for us tom oh oh it does i i have all the well, my my other problem is I have all these grand strategy games and stuff like that, and if you think it's hard to get a, a couple rounds of a tactical RPG in, boy, you haven't lived till you've tried to play uh, Hearts of Iron Four, uh, Europa Universalis. I I think I did play Hearts of Iron Four for like three minutes before I saw that there were twenty different currencies, and I went, no, oh, Jesus, um. Fleming's good at that game. I mean, he's he frequently talks about playing that, but I just I can't. Listen, I have House Flipper. I could go scrub stains off a wall instead, okay? <laughs> you um, can furnish bunkers and build a house on the moon. Oh, I, I should I, I should play more of that. No, I shouldn't. It's really just painting rooms. It's it, it really, is. It really it's is. The worst. But it's, it's so worst. satisfying. It is. 
it it's satisfying to a point yeah. until there's too much of it. But I also went on a kick where I think I played Hasselper for four hours straight because it was nice. just so indulgent. Can't stop, won't stop. But you're right, Pinto. I think that's part of the problem too. Is like Steam is constantly selling you newer, cooler games. That you will never play. <laughs> Which it just happens to me all the time. I mean, I'm looking through right now at like what's on sale on Steam, and thankfully the number one thing that I see are No Man's Sky and Soul Calibur Six, which are both disappointing games that I already own on a PlayStation 4. You're in the clear. We live in a world of oversaturation at this yeah. point. And instant gratification like you can purchase something immediately on the digital store yeah and it makes you feel good it does <laughs> like um i mean that's i i admittedly i like having a backlog that's why i brought up yeah. the topic because i always like feeling like i have something that i can go to i never feel like i'm out of games to play but at the same time you don't want consumer, to play any of them <laughs> consumerism yes. is feeding that backlog yep <laughs> And, and yeah, you're right. Just, you know, being so comfortable with the games that I know and love is is feeding that too. Because um, I, I think most of us are the same where, like, if we're playing a game and say, you know, Tom, you and Fleming are like, yo, you want to play War Selection? I'm going to stop what I'm playing so I can be social with my friends. Or if Megan's yeah. like, hey, you want to play Fall Guys? We're like, yeah, I'll stop what I'm doing to play some Fall Guys with you. Like, I think... We're also all more social gamers now, more than we used to yeah. be. So that also like eats into like if we're playing something, we're not gonna be like, "Nah, man, I I'm playing uh, Kingdom Hearts two right now." So, oh yeah, well, well, social gaming is more of a thing now too. Like, if you consider the era that we all grew up in, where like if you wanted to play a game with your friends, you had to all be in the same house mm -hmm. on the same system on the same That's TV. That's not allowed now. <laughs> yeah doesn't that's that's a topic for another time <laughs> it's just it's just so easy now too i guess is the thing it's and yeah it's accessible of, you know generally speaking i think 90 percent of the population you'd rather like hang out with somebody while you're playing a game than just be on your own playing a game speak for yourself so, I mean, that's that's what makes social gaming king well i do speak for myself <laughs> No, there is definitely and, a difference and, to having having people versus just, you know, sitting there and grinding alone for, that's a bad phrase, let's cut that, sitting there and playing alone for, you know, four or five hours. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, it's worlds of difference, too, because I remember being younger and just playing The Matrix Online for hours and hours and hours and mm -hmm. hours at a time. Uh in a dark basement. But, with, I mean, that was still... With what would have been a neckbeard. Because that's an MMO. You play that, like, you play that with people, right? That's that's true. I, I did. Um, but did and you actually, know the people? Not, I mean, I got to know the people. Right. I'm I'm Facebook friends with many of the people. That, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that that's I, awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we still, like, keep up with each other. And, and uh, actually got very close. It's pretty cool. That's cool. That's one thing I actually really like about those games. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are games... I, I would say those are like reverse social games. Those are games that become social over time. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like that was also a time when like that was the way that social games like existed. Yeah. It was like that and Counter-Strike. Right. 
even if you were playing Counter-Strike, you weren't Skype calling someone and playing Counter-Strike at the same time. Yeah. Um, so it's things have things have evolved for the for the better in that way. Um, but it's also cut down on our solo gaming time and built up our backlogs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. All right. Well, I, I am uh, winded on this topic, even though I have expelled much air already, as I always do. Uh, anything else that either of you wish to add before we cut things off here? No, I, I don't think so. Cool. Well, thank you both so much. And thank you, listeners, for listening to our uh, roundabout map navigation of the glory of the backlog and the mystery of certain games such as Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> we could do an entire episode on the what is this, who are you, and why am I here that is Kingdom Hearts <laughs> at some point in time. Um, we would do a significantly worse job than many on YouTube already have, but boy, it would be fun. Uh, <laughs> um Anyhow, uh, thanks again for listening. Check us out on all of your favorite social media channels. Uh, we are on Facebook at JoyPadPod, at Twitter uh, at JoyPadPod. Uh, we are on YouTube as JoyPad, uh, Instagram, I believe, yes. as JoyPadPod. Um, and we are on all of your favorite uh, podcast, podcatching services, uh, as well as primarily being hosted on Anchor.fm. Uh, send us an email at JoyPadPod at gmail.com. Um, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, Just tell, tell us, us something. that you want to be our friends. But anything. Yeah. Tell me something. We need validation. Um, yeah. Your validation. Specifically you, singular <laughs> you. listener that I'm speaking to. But we're more than happy to hear from you, take your suggestions, uh, and even, you know, maybe hop on a game with us at some point in time. We are always playing War Selection. Always. <laughs> Thanks uh, again for listening, and we will catch you next time. And until then, my friends, stay joyful. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.